Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Up in here again. It's here we fall. Are. Fall ball. Oh my God. It's fall, y'all. It is. It's feeling like it and I am loving it. Yeah, you're all up in the fall sports and all that business. We're mm-hmm. only into swimming and karate and we haven't done karate in like a while. <laughs> I think it's not meant to be. And I think the karate teacher is probably happy. Okay. Okay with it. 
Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think she is. The time before the last time we went, the karate teacher and I had to have a a chit chat. Mm -hmm. I remember this. About maybe she doesn't quite understand how my son works. And my son, in fairness to her, was not working well. You know, on that particular day, on that particular day. So I had a chat with him. You know, he apologized to her. You know how it goes. So then they came back and they had a good day. And then I had car trouble. Mm -hmm. Then I had plans. Then she had car trouble. (laughs) I think she thinks she's off the hook. Well, you're coming back next week. So we're going to be ready. Shoot. We're coming back. Look at my nails. Can you see them? Yeah, they're awesome. They're glow-in-the-dark, too. Oh, that's fun. So I'm taking taking them to the Disney, you know, nighttime boo fest at, at Disney uh, World. And I'm yeah, going to put so the jelly. flashlight on them and I'm going to glow. There's a big thing about the Disney passes down here. I just read this in the paper, actually. So all these people bought this Magic Kingdom pass, which is like crazy. It's like $700. So you mm-hmm. have to go at least seven times to get your money's worth for a pass. Yeah. But they're still selling tickets, right? So they apparently these pass holders that spent this $700, they can't get a damn reservation. Oh, I heard that, by the way. And can you imagine spending that much money and going one Dude. time? Probably that's especially $700 times whatever a family of four. Hello. Oh, man. Balls. Balls to the walls. Yeah. That is awful. So you're lucky you got in. Well, we booked the tickets like, in April. So, and then the second the Boo Fest came out, you know, it's the Halloween trick or treat. They only let a select yeah. few and they're still only letting a select few anyways in. So I got pretty lucky because I just happened to look right then and it was like on sale today. I'm like, oh, shoot. Shoot. It just worked out and it's fall break over here in the Texas. So yeah, another pro for Texas. I love that you guys have a fall break. They don't break our fall. <laughs> I could use ball. a break. Oh man. And you know what? It's gonna I just thought about this. It's going, we're going into like the daylight savings soon. And I just oh, I love that. I do not like it. It gets dark so oh, early. Yeah, I like it because I don't want to do shit. I just want to stay home. <laughs> I don't want like to have to take my kids to the park. They're always like, We're done with our homework. Let's go to the park. And now I can be like, sorry, it's dark. Oh man, I hate scary it. Scary in the dark. Well, yeah, it is scary in the dark. Can we get to some crime? What's yes, we're here I, for? Oh, dude, I cannot wait. Cause, so this is actually one of the only times Gretchen has ever told me who she was doing before. That's another yeah. thing. If you guys don't know, like we never tell each other. And we used to, in the very beginning, kind of just say, hey, you're not doing this case or whatever. But we never do that anymore. And we never are doing the same case, which is yeah. really crazy. But this time I knew you were doing Chandra Levy. Yeah. And so I cannot wait to hear all about the Mr. Gary and what what happened there. I got some stuff to tell you. So today's case is one that we have all heard about. Chandra Levy. Recently, I got sucked into a series about her on the ID channel. And I realized there's a whole lot that I didn't know. And so I went down quite the rabbit hole to learn as much as I could. And I just figured if I didn't know everything, 
that happen, then I'm guessing y'all don't either. Yeah, you're probably right. To start, basically what I thought before taking a deep dive was that Chandra was an intern in Washington who was Mm -hmm. having an affair with a congressman named Gary Condit who came off pretty slimy. And from what I recall, even after her remains were found, they were never able to link him or anyone to her disappearance and murder. Right. Well, there's a whole lot more to it than that. So let's start. Yeah. I think I overheard something that they maybe found somebody that was linked to her disappearance at one point. But I don't know what ever happened to that. Oh, well, I'm. let me tell you. Okay. Okay. By the way, I just want to say I have real cute nails, too. Can you see them? Can you not, like, move your hands around? Put them in front of the camera. You see? (gasps) Yes. Okay. Are those kiss nails, too? No. These are um, dashing diva stickers. Little bats. Colorful. Very cute. cute. Yeah. Do they glow in the dark? No, they don't glow in the dark, you (laughs) one-upper. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. (laughs) Although, if they did glow in the dark, it'd be even better. Listen, my kiss nails that I wore last week glowed in the dark. And did it work? Yeah, it did. It did. And were they the same ones that I have on or are they? No, because the... I got them on clearance last year after Halloween and I saved them for a whole year because oh, that's how crazy I am about <laughs> the press on nails. <laughs> they're only $8. By the yeah, way, when now, they're six, it makes me so happy. After I speak about this, you know, on the podcast, yeah, I get Instagram ads for other press-on nails, and some of them it's look so, so cute, but they're fifty dollars for one. Oh, I know. Oh, I who's going to pay that? I don't. Not, not me. Not I. Said the fly. Yeah. No way. Okay. Okay. Back to Chandra. Okay. So Chandra, she's real mm-hmm. disco biscuit with that full, naturally curly hair. Oh, the curly that, you know, hair. I envy. I yeah. Mean, right. So much body. Okay. She was doing an internship in Washington, D.C. for the Department of Prison Bureaus for the past seven months. I mean, obviously, that's a badass internship. It is. She talked about wanting a career in national security or the FBI. I mean, she really had a bright future as like some kind of lady boss with a badge. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, my favorite. Okay, so she was just days away from graduating with a master's degree at the age of 24 from USC. Super prestigious school. So obviously she's a smarty pants because she's not related to Aunt Becky. So her brains actually got her in, right? Yeah. She was close with her family who lived in Modesto, which if that sounds familiar, it's probably because it was also the home of Scott and Lacey Peterson. That's right. That's right. Okay. So Chandra is this 24-year-old that really has her shit together and a good head on her shoulders. And, you know, it's not uncommon for young ladies like that to have a thing for the old dudes, even the married ones. And Chandra was one of those girls. She had a history of seeing older men. I just want to make it clear. I don't fault her for that at all. My position is always, you know, the cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater is whoever the married person is, not the other man or woman, right? Well, I don't agree that that is a moral thing to do to date a married person. But yes, I think it's worse to be the married person. But I wouldn't say that maybe some chicks should be like, go hitting on your husband. 
Well, no, I don't think that. But I also think at 24 years old, I mean, if you haven't been married, you don't have children, maybe you don't really get it. Right. Condit was 53. He definitely gets it. (laughs) No. So I'm just saying. Oh, I I don't know what she was getting from a 53 year old when she was 24. Sorry. But okay. Okay. So anyways, Chanda was involved with Gary Condit, who she had befriended during her time in D.C. because he was the congressman for her district that represents her hometown, Modesto, and her friend worked in his office. The extent of how much they were involved, I will get into because it's part of the story of how it all came on all of our radar. And honestly, you know, it's interesting, but I don't think the affair or Gary himself had anything to do with her disappearance or death. You know, spoiler. Okay. So April 30th, 2001 is the last time Chandra was seen when she went to her health club to cancel her membership. After this, we kind of have to just put the puzzle pieces together and come to our own conclusions of what she was up to in her final hours. It wasn't until May 6th. Happy birthday, Tab. That's my birthday. It wasn't until May 6th, 2001, that her parents contacted the D.C. police after days of not hearing from her and expecting her for her upcoming graduation. The D.C. police did a welfare check on Chandra's apartment, and what they found was it was mostly packed up, a few dishes in the sink. She had left her purse and her identification behind. It appeared all she had taken with her were her keys. There were no signs of a struggle. They found her laptop and tried to see her last activity and searches to give them a clue as to her whereabouts. And they actually caused the computer to crash in the process. Oh, like trying to log in too many times or something? Something, yeah. Okay. They tried to get the surveillance video from her building to see the last time she left and like if she left alone, but the tape had already been taped over. So they kind of had to just go back to her parents and say they didn't know where to begin to look for their daughter. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, Chandra's mother was able to look at Chandra's phone bill. Now, I never read anything about Chandra having a cell phone, but she did have a landline because she had an answering machine. I know that. So I'm not sure which phone bill the mom was looking at. Okay. So she's looking at the phone bill so she can start calling her friends and see if anyone had seen Chandra. One number, she says, came up a lot and at all hours. So she called it. And it was the office of Gary Condit. And she knew right away who that was because he was her local representative. So smart. I should know who my local representative is, too. Do you? No, that's a no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But we're going to find out after today. Mm -hmm. Okay. We should know. We should know. Chandra's dad then took out his phone book. Right? Like his personal, a, you know, black phone no, book? No, like, like, like the freaking white one. and yellow pages. Yeah. yeah and we he don't have looked those up anymore. Gary's Condit's home number. Oh. And it was, was in listed. There? It was in there. Oh, my God, yeah. Gary, don't you know? Even in 2001, I knew no, I wanted to be unlisted. Gary says he kept it in there so his constituents could reach him. He's devoted. Wow, okay. wow. Okay. All right. Okay, so 
Chandra's father was actually able to reach him. So he said, where's my daughter? Oh, Chandra Levy is my daughter. She's missing. Do you know where my daughter is? The congressman said he knew his daughter, but he didn't have any idea where she was. But he was heading back to D.C. in the morning and he would also follow up with the police there, which he did do. Okay. Um, still, the Levies were suspect about why their daughter is, you know, calling this person at all hours. And so they inform the police right away about Chandra's connection to Condit. Police then followed up and interviewed with him. And he said, well, sure, I know Chandra. She's a constituent of mine. Of course, I've given her a tour of the Capitol. She might have come by my condo once or twice. It's not unusual for the kids to do. He said, you know, I'm kind of a mentor to her. And sure, him and Chandra were friendly, but that that's it. Okay. He didn't learn from Bill Clinton. Oh, we're going to talk about Bill Clinton later, actually. Well, by this time, they have gone back to Chandra's apartment and done a more thorough search and taken personal items of hers into custody and her answering machine. The answering machine was mostly messages from her parents, but there were two from a man that was identified as Condit who says they were like, well, haven't heard from you, so let me know what your plans are. So, you know, I mean, it's starting to look like it's more of a romantic thing than a friendly constituent thing Mentor. that and Chandra yep. had going on. And because Gary, I'm going to call him G-Funk, had not been real forthcoming about this, you know, they're a little suspicious of him, right? So also, according to Gary, they didn't like him. He says at the time he sat on a board that was really critical of the D.C. police department and all their unsolved cases. At the time of Chandra's disappearance, there were like 200 missing people in D.C. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Gary did, however, have an airtight alibi. He was actually with the vice president, who was Dick Cheney at the time for some important things. And, you know, a lot of witnesses saw him. His schedule was packed all day and his wife was in town. Okay, so he's he's busy and accounted for. Still, Chandra's parents grew fed up with not getting any straight answers about the relationship and feeling like Condit was being elusive. Mm -hmm. So they decide to really out him and they held a press conference asking him to tell them what he knows about their daughter. Well, this is the point where the media just jumps all over the story of an intern having an affair with a congressman who is now missing. Condit began to get hounded, and he maintained publicly that he cooperated with the police because he gave them a DNA sample and told them everything he determined they needed to know. Okay. Whether or not he was sexually involved with Chandra, he still feels 20 years later is irrelevant. He says out of respect for his wife and family, he will not comment on that, whether or not he, you know, was involved with her. He just says he has not been a perfect man. 
It's worth noting, Condon is the son of a preacher, and he's a devout Baptist, and he's married to his high school sweetheart. He also is one of the few Democrats that condemned Bill Clinton for the whole Monica Lewinsky scandal. So I am sure the humiliation... same thing? Yeah, and then did the same thing. Yeah. Wow. I guess he didn't vote for him to be impeached, but... He was like, we need to know all the details. Maybe it was for his okay, own And then he doesn't want to spill it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, he probably learned something from that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't think Gary learned a damn thing. I still don't think he has. No. And that's the truth. This is what I think. I mean, I can see this is a big blow to his ego, right? Getting exposed mm-hmm. in this way. but. What I think is, at this point, Gary, everyone, including your wife, knows you did have an affair. And I'm real sorry it's an embarrassment for you, but also not sorry, because you engaging in extramarital relations really pales in comparison to these poor parents trying to find their missing daughter. 100%. It is nothing. Your ego, just, it it doesn't matter. You have to be forthcoming. And yes, we have 100% confirmation that he slept with Chandra because police tested some underwear from her apartment and there was semen on it and it matched content. Okay? Okay. So Gary's position is that he told police everything privately. He just continued to deny it publicly for the sake of his family. But the detective that initially worked Chandra's case has given interviews, and he doesn't seem to agree with that statement. Hmm. Gary didn't really even acknowledge anything with Chandra more than she was just like a friendly constituent, apparently, until like his third interview. Okay. And I still don't think he gave them any, you know, details. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, what's ironic about the whole thing is his denial only continued to fuel the press. I mean, that was coming for him because it was so obvious that he's not telling the whole story. Right. And I think that's what just distracted them from finding out what really happened to Chandra. To this day, though, he still doesn't take any accountability for that. He blames the media for the distraction and states that them saying that he was uncooperative with the police, which, you know, he argues he wasn't. He says that printing those words were what ruined his career. I can see his point a little if, in fact, he was fully cooperating. But like I just told you, I mean, that's kind of debatable, right? But also, I think he had a big opportunity to just explain himself. He did an interview with Connie Chung in August 2001. So, you know, the story had been in the news since May. Mm -hmm. When he did the interview, I mean, I'm going to tell you, it was kind of a shit show. He never explained himself. So before that happened, though, the story of Chandra disappearing was a top story in the media like every night. It was back in the days of, you know, Nancy Grace and Larry King were like the hot commentators that were all over the developments that surfaced during those first few weeks and months. Oh, I remember Nancy Grace. Oh, yeah. She loves this shit. Oh, listen, she's still around. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I listened to her about something recently, maybe about, oh, I think it was about the um, Gabby Petito. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, she's got all these people on and yeah, she's a crack up. Yeah, she is a crack up. Some of those developments that surfaced in the first few weeks were police searched Condit's apartment Mm -hmm. and found nothing. Okay. Okay. A man reported seeing Condit outside in D.C. stuffing something into a trash can. He recognized him because he's like all over the news every day, right? So he called the police and the police went out there and they searched the trash can and they found a box for a Tag Heuer watch, which is a fancy watch if you didn't know, right? And fancy watches have serial numbers. Anyhow, so they tracked down the buyer of the watch and it was some lady that had bought the watch for her boo, Gary. Condent, several years prior. Another lady friend? Yes. So he's trying to hide evidence from like some other affair, right? Oh, he's like, God. it's like so, so dumb. He leaves his neighborhood, goes to some other trash can. You oh, know, come Gary, on, Gary. Right? Now you're looking know. real sus. Yeah, extra. Okay. Yeah. So... Police interviewed this lady and she spilled the tea on G and said he's super controlling and secretive. And he always instructed her to leave her ID behind when she was with him, which don't look good for Gary. Right. Because remember, Chandra left her ID behind in her D.C. apartment when she went missing. Yeah. Well, this lady coming forward was nothing compared to the next one. No. The next one went on Larry King, and she said she'd been having an affair with the congressman at the same time as Chandra, and she said stuff like, Gary, be liking it kinky and rough. Oh, my goodness. This good old Baptist boy. Oh, my gosh. Gary has said this is Oscar Mayer baloney. Okay. But also friends of Chandra and her aunt that she was particularly close with came forward and said, for sure, Chandra was having an affair with him. You Mm -hmm. know, she'd confided. Okay. I feel for them because I'm sure they don't want people to be judging Chandra. They just love her and desperately want her found. But they are just in this position where you just got to tell the whole truth. This is the whole truth. This is who she was. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. So Chandra's still missing. The story will not quit. And Gary is up for re-election. So this is the point where he decides to... Maybe not go for it. I mean, it's kind of been some hot water. Okay. So this is the point where he decides... That if he has a shot at re-election, he has to give an interview to clear things up because he's been kind of mum's the word. Okay. Yeah, but he's not going to get another interview. Sorry. I mean, another re-election. He's just not. It's like if you are in a up for like missing person and you are the prime suspect boyfriend doesn't know where she's at. I don't know. 
does it- well, I think your only chance is to be forthcoming and heartfelt. And he, you know, he wasn't. But it didn't seem like he was. It wasn't even. Like, it didn't I seem can't like he was. This. He's missed. Yeah. Like all he was interested was protecting his own damn self and not finding her. Right. Yeah. And so if this he really is the cared infamous... about her, maybe he would have stepped his self aside and tried to figure out where the heck she was. Yeah, I think he actually did do everything he could to find her, but he, like he was hired, more worried. He hired people for her family. He put did up a reward. Hire, hire private investigators, he all that. He did follow up with the police. He did put up a reward. He okay. just wanted to not be outed, right? Right. And I think he took the wrong approach. So he did this interview with Connie Chung. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he tried to protect himself more than, and that came off more so than his genuine concern for where Chandra was, Um. for sure. Okay, so Connie did not go easy on him. She hits him with rapid fire questions. He's like squirmy. Then she goes on to ask him what everyone wants to know. You know, did you have a sexual relationship with Chandra? And he gives the same old spiel that, He's not a perfect man and he's married. And so out of respect for his family, he's not going to answer that. I mean, basically, the interview was like pointless. Yeah. He said during the interview that he was not going to reveal the details out of request from the Levy family, Mm -hmm. to which the Levy's say, I mean, that is like laughable. No such request was made. Right. Yeah. I mean, basically, he just he came off like he's hiding something. And like you predicted, Tab, after that, he was not reelected. So there's a break in the case. Computer technicians were able to recover the information from her computer, but it had taken almost two months. They were able to see that Chandra had logged onto her computer at 10 a.m. on May 1st. So, you know... It's important to note that Gary Condon had a packed schedule and was accounted for that whole day. So for sure, he did not meet up with Chandra at any point during the day. And for that reason, he's not a suspect. So So not even at night. Yeah, not even at night. I mean, he really, you know, those government officials work real long hours. Okay. Okay. So most of Chandra's Computer activity was mundane stuff, but one of the last things that Chandra had searched on the morning of May 1st was the Kringle Mansion, which is a landmark in Rock Creek Park. I have to admit, I didn't know anything about Rock Creek Park in D.C. Do you? Mm -mm. It's huge. It's twice the size of Central Park. Whoa. Yeah. It has a lot of trails and heavily wooded areas and rugged terrain. No one knows the significance of why she searched the Kringle Mansion. Like, was she meeting someone there or what? But it was enough. Maybe she just wanted to see it. What goes on there at that mansion? Do they have parties? Does somebody like... No, I think it's just like an old house. Mm -hmm. Kind of like museum-y. Okay. It was enough for the police to start a search effort at the park, okay? So 
Chandra was a runner, so they figured because she lived within two miles of the park, it would have made sense for her to have left for a run on the morning of May 1st after she logged off her computer. And so they began the search for her in the park. Because the park is so massive, for whatever reason, they focused on the roads. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. The search found nothing. And then Chandra's story started to lose momentum. And then it really lost momentum in the media when September 11, 2001 happened. Yeah. Right. The, the world changed. It wasn't until a year after Chandra had disappeared in May, 2002, that we really heard anything about it again. And that is when Chandra's were, remains were found off of a trail back at Rock Creek Park. At that park. At that park, they were found by a man hunting turtles. Oh. I don't know what he was going to do with them, but he was no, out there what with are, his dog. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't investigate that more, but. I don't think you need to know why he's he's getting turtles, but it's like, I don't. Hunting turtles seems to me really weird because turtles are really slow. Like. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem uh, very hard to do. Well, yeah. Still well, you got it. They, they hide. 
You, not in my neighborhood. Know, I have to move them away out of my street like every oh day. Oh, God. I hate to think what happens when you run one over. For sure, like... they get run over all the time here. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Poor little There's turtles. An... I've already had to stop multiple times and getting got them, like, move them, you know? Okay. Damn it. Okay. Anyways, the D.C. police have received a lot of criticism over where she was discovered because apparently if they would have searched the trails instead of the roads, they would have found her, right? And maybe they would have had some more evidence because exactly years and it's cold as heck, right? Yeah. The elements took such a toll on her remains. They were just bones now, like no hair, nothing, just within a year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Her hyoid bone was bent. And so, you know, that's the bone in your neck that usually breaks when the cause of death is strangulation. Yeah. So they did, you know, see that, right? They were also able to recover some of her belongings, like her clothes, broken sunglasses, Walkman, and shoes. What stuck out as being particularly unusual was that her leggings were tied in knots on each leg. Hmm. So, like, if you spread them apart, it's like two big knots. So, yeah, clearly she was assaulted and possibly the leggings were used to restrain her or something. Sounds like Uh, it. Yeah. The other indications that she was assaulted is that her shirt and underwear were also found inside out. So, I mean, obviously, you know, they had been taken off her when... Chandra's remains were found in a specific area of Rock Creek Park. The investigators compared what they knew about her assault now with other assaults that had happened in the park in the last 18 months. They found two other women joggers had reported being attacked on trails by a young Hispanic male, and they had been able to fight him off. The local police at the time were on alert, you know, for the person who was committing these attacks. And they came across a young Hispanic male hiding on the trail one day. (sighs) So they brought him in for questioning and asked him, you know, what's up? Have you been attempting to assault anyone lately? And he said, no, but I might have accidentally brushed up against some women. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's not a good thing to say. No. So the women later identified him, right? This man's name was Ingmar Wandiki, and he ended up pleading guilty to attempted robbery and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Because these kind of attacks in the park are rare and they had happened around the same time Chandra was assaulted, they started looking at Ingmar Wandiki as a suspect for her murder. They looked into his background and life, and they learned he was in this country illegally from El Salvador, and he had been working sporadic day labor positions so he could send money back home to his family. They also found he was violent, according to his girlfriend and her mother. And when they talked to his landlady, she actually recalled seeing him with scratches and bruises around May 1st. And she 
says she questioned him and he said that he had gotten into a fight with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend says, that's not true. They also learned that Ingmar did not go to work anywhere on May 1st. So, I mean, obviously he's a real viable suspect now, right? Mm-hmm. So they interviewed him in prison and he denies any involvement in Chandra's case. They gave him a polygraph and he passed. He passed. But the thing about it, is, yeah, he passed. But the thing about it is, is that they gave it to him using a translator. So I guess, you know, they say like, well, it doesn't really matter because the translator can skew the results. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. They eventually learned that, I mean, this is what blows my mind. When Wandiki had been brought in for the assaults that he pled guilty to, he was shown a picture of Chandra and like her missing persons flyer. And he actually said to the police that, yeah, I saw her in the park on May 1st. Oh, my gosh. He's the one. He did it. that, That was not communicated to the investigators that were working Chandra's case until now, which is over a year later. Isn't that bananas? Yes. They're bringing him in for assaulting young women in the park and they have this missing girl and he says he saw her and they didn't feel the need to tell these guys. That's bad. That, that was a, that's a real bad. So now they're like, fuck, we really screwed the pooch because this is like looking like our guy. And it's all circumstantial. So they go back and interview him again and see what they can get out of him. This time they go and see him at his jail cell. And when they get there, they see he has a magazine picture of Chandra up (gasps) in his cell. He also has what appears to be Chandra tattooed on his chest. No. I mean, apparently... It's like a blurry tattoo of a girl with big hair. I haven't seen it. He says it's a girl with a flower. They say it resembles whatever. It's creepy. Okay. Yeah. So one of Ingmar's former cellmates came forward and said he had told him everything. Like he killed the Chandra girl accidentally. Well, officials now that are looking to prosecute Ingmar were grateful because Now they felt they had enough to charge Ingmar with Chandra's murder. So the prosecutors built a strong circumstantial case against Ingmar, including the women he had pled guilty to assaulting and the convincing testimony from his former cellmate. His cellmate testified that he was motivated to come forward because he had found God and he wanted to help the Levy family and he had never been an informant before. Well, the jury found Ingmar guilty, and he was sentenced to 60 years, mm-hmm. almost 10 years since Chandra had disappeared. So Chandra's okay. mother spoke at the sentencing. Yeah, great, right? That's a wrap. Not so much. Okay. Chandra's mother spoke at not the so sentencing much. and looked. And yeah, not so much. I'm going to tell you. And looked Ingmar... <sighs> In the eye and told him, you are lower than a cockroach and fuck you. Whoa. 
I mean, go. Yeah. Finally, this poor woman. Yeah. Feels like she got justice, you know, and for what it's worth, I'm sure at that moment, Gary Condit felt like kind of vindicated. Right. But doesn't end there. The cellmate. I thought it ended there. It does not end there. Okay. Okay. The cellmate that testified against Ingmar had been put in the witness protection program because of his gang affiliation, which, by the way, Ingmar was also affiliated with. So, as you know, what they say, you know, snitches get stitches, right? Yeah. So he's living his best anonymous life at a hotel on the government's dime, and he befriends a recently divorced woman who is also staying there. According to this woman, he got real chatty with her and told her, oh, yeah, I was a witness in a high-profile case, and I sort of lied on the stand to get out of the clink. Well, this woman is intrigued. So she started recording her conversations with him, and then she turned them over to the Washington Post. No. So they she listened. paid for it? I wonder if she got paid for it. I'm sure she did. Mm-hmm. They listened, but they never heard him say that he had lied on the recordings. I mean, so she never okay. got him to say that, right? Yeah. But what it did do was prompt more investigating into this guy's credibility as a witness. And they discovered that when he testified that he had never been an informant before, that was a lie or, you know, perjury. Mm-hmm. So this led Wandiki's attorneys to ask for his trial to be vacated and a retrial. So his trial was vacated. But in 2016, the prosecutors announced they would not retry him. Chandra's parents were floored. Her mom has suggested that the prosecutor was paid off or something shady because she cannot imagine why they wouldn't retry him. I mean, who knows? Mm -hmm. So in 2017, when Ingmar was done with his prison sentence for the two assaults, Ingmar was released from prison and deported to El Salvador. So Chandra's parents are very candid. I watched so many interviews with them over the years. And the latest one I found, which was with Marsha Clark, who, by the way. Yeah. I, I mean, I love her. She's looking so good. She she had a podcast for a hot minute that I listened to. I don't know if you ever listened to it, but it didn't last very long. Oh. Well, she's got a TV show, so maybe that's why. Yeah, probably. Anyways, with Marsha Clark, they say Ingmar probably did it but they don't know for sure. They hired a private investigator who has another theory, but they won't share it. They are broken people. At this point, it's been 20 years and they don't have any definitive answers. And it seems that they've been put through so much at this point. And Chandra's mother has said someday she'll be with her daughter and Chandra's mother has said someday she'll be with her daughter and maybe it doesn't matter who did it because she's still gone. The case is unique in that the Levies have done interviews for 20 years and watching the way they are together is like so moving. I think a lot of marriages don't survive stress and grief like this. But the Levies are so sweet together 
And it's just really heartbreaking to... I think it's Levy. Levy. I think I keep saying Levy and Levy. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's really heartbreaking to start at the beginning and see them come out at that first press conference with so much fight in them and hope, you know, that they're going to find her alive. And then you watch this progression of interviews and watch them age over the past 20 years. And now they're just frail and exhausted. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've been living this nightmare Sad. for 20 years. And I don't think they'll ever know for sure. What do they so, think? They think it's Gary? It's this guy. It's it's a- it's Ingmar. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is likely Ingmar. It for sure is Ingmar. It's just that he got off because of that other. Yeah, I think line. a lot of I think a lot of criminals get off because there's not enough evidence. Yeah. Right. Which, you mm-hmm. know, goes both ways. Right. I mean, I'm thankful we live in a country where you don't get convicted just because you're most likely the guy. Yeah. But I think he's most likely the guy. I'm glad he doesn't live in this country anymore. I think that's good. Okay. And sorry to all the people of El Salvador. Lock your doors. Okay. Yeah. So as far as Gary Condon goes, in 2016, he wrote a book called Actual Malice. Okay, I read the book, which I found very boring. The point of the book was about his life and career. He wants you to feel sorry for him because he has a sick wife who he's never going to leave, right? And because the way the media handled him was irresponsibly, which I agree with him to an extent. I think it is unfair how they treated him as a murder suspect, and he never was. He says he was always honest and he just never gave the details of the affair, which actually he doesn't even say that he that that is my whole problem with him. I think he could have just shut down a lot and we could have moved on if he would have said, yes, I had an affair with Chandra. Sorry, but I had nothing to do with this out of respect for my wife and children. I will not detail anything about it publicly. But what I will do is detail everything to the police and the levies. Right. Because he still hasn't answered their questions. Right. Like if they want to know, tell them, please. It didn't matter, though. It didn't matter if he said he did or not. It's people were going to hound him. It doesn't matter. He had an affair with her and they couldn't find her and they didn't. I know. But just parents to him. I mean, they want to know everything she did the last couple days. They yeah. want to know everything they can about the last. Yeah. I think he owes it to them. I don't think he owes it to the public. Sure. But this shit wouldn't happen if he didn't have an affair. Not that that's... she wouldn't go missing or be murdered. But. Right. Yeah. I'm that sorry. That's part of my other problem that, with him, too. That it's happened safe. to you. But yeah. you made a mistake. Right. And you kind of put yourself in this position. It happened and, you know, sorry. Yeah. And it's yeah. real unfortunate and probably more unfortunate to your wife. Let's be honest. Oh Could you gosh. imagine being married to him and having to deal with all of that? I don't think so. Like that, I, I would have left his ass. Oh, yeah, I would have. Yeah. Probably caused so much stress. That's why she's sick now. Well, she was sick before. Oh, well, 
Like she doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it any better. Right. And I don't know if he's like telling you about his wife being sick as like, uh, are, are we supposed to conclude that like you weren't getting it how you liked it? So yeah, that's what I was And you stay with her. You're such a wonderful human. Cause that doesn't move the needle for me at all, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that was intention or not, but whatever. Okay. So he consistently has never just answered the question point blank. Yes or no. I had an affair, right? He went on Dr. Phil to promote his book and he told Dr. Phil, yes, she came to my house once or twice. We were friends. Phil did not press him. Phil really sympathized. I, you know, I don't know. Phil really sympathized with his case of being a victim of irresponsible media coverage, which I acknowledge again is true. But what ticks me off about this is that Gary Condit said in his interview with Phil that he explains his involvement with Chandra in the book, and he did not. Mm -hmm. He said they were friends, and then he goes into how he was mistreated by the media and it ruined his career. And I mean, let me remind you, his semen was found on her underwears. Okay? Like, just acknowledge that you had a sexual encounter with her. I don't need to know the details. Just acknowledge well, and it, it was happened. Real and then I'll recent. be more... Yeah, it was real recent. I mean, then I'll be a lot more sympathetic towards you. Yeah. So even his children have, they've done interviews and they take up for their father and they go up against common dictators like, you know, Disco Biscuit, Queen, Nancy Grace, who does not mince words with them, but they don't break either. When Nancy asks them point blank, was your father having an affair? They just say it doesn't matter whether he did or he didn't. The media ruined our dad's career. I just, you know, I, I sympathize with them because sadly, I do think there will always be people out there who think their father is responsible for Chandra's murder. And that's not fair. That's terrible. Yeah. But I just don't agree with their, like, kind of family, united front, evasive strategy. I don't know how long his career was going to last or what he was going to go and do. And so maybe or maybe not. Well, really yeah, I don't know what kind of, like, pension you get. He had served six terms on the Congress. Six Anyways, terms, that's a lot. Maybe he was, like... He was six Well, I think he kind of was already set up because aside from um, writing the book... He has made money owning Baskin Robin franchises. Oh, I bet you that, dude. Some people that own a lot of those chains like that make a killing. Yeah, right. Okay. He says he's worked other jobs, you know, whatever. I don't know. He lives in Arizona now and he's still married. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's it. And Chandra killed by El Salvadorian guy who's free in El Salvador. I mean, it kind of sucks. Yeah, that does suck. I can't believe that. I had no idea I got let out. Well, thank you for that. Now I am well-versed on the Chandra mm-hmm. and the Gary. Thank you. Um, anyways, you guys, please, uh, if you can, and if you like us, give us a five-star review on Apple. If you listen to us there, it's real quick. Also, if you just push subscribe, you can get us every Monday and that helps us. 
One other thing that helps us is if you tell your friend to listen to us, um, it takes one second to just text them and say, hey, found this cool podcast, Housewives of True Crime. Take a listen. Gretchen's shaking her head because she hates that I do this, but she doesn't. That's really not why I'm it. shaking my head. Oh, my God. I'm shaking my head because I'm like, yeah, please. <laughs> I don't mind the like the like telling them to tell their friends. I mean, I think that's great. It's the the, you know, five. Give us a review that you also like that, by the way, because we need it. I know we need it. That's the only way that Apple will will put us in their, you know, lineup of who's next on their feed or whatever. You guys like it's it is what it is. It's a thing. And I'm very concerned about it. I'm not very concerned about it. I just, I just know, and I'm just being very honest because She's we are very honest than me. So, but I'm not. That's the funny thing about it. Gretchen's the one calling me every day about the business. She doesn't want to <laughs> actually do the, do the, do the dirty work. I know. I know. So, yes. Okay. Anyways, we just so see, we just, and we always spill too much. <laughs> that's because we're not scripted like those I know. other folk <laughs> I know I know <laughs> anyways we really appreciate you guys listening to us if you do want more of us and that is true we we appreciate you here but if you want more and you want to help us in another way uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime and get extra content there also uh we are on youtube so if you want to check us check out us i'm putting there. on makeup one at least once a week for y'all i know putting up the lighting all that my lighting went out today so you couldn't see what it looks like in the dark closet or yeah. with a nice light <laughs> on my face <laughs> check it out and that is hwtc and it stands for housewives true crime if you didn't know that And that's all for today, folks. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.